Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 372. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. If you are someone that sells a physical product, I mean, it could be handmade, maybe you have an Etsy store, maybe you're a product developer and, you know, now you sell that. I just mean like a physical product of any kind. If you sell a physical product and if you have ever wondered or entertained the idea or felt the niggle to explore diversifying revenue streams by introducing an online course or an online membership of your own, you need to listen up because in this episode, I'm interviewing someone that has done just that. Let's get into it. Mim Jenkinson is a multi-six-figure-year digital product creator, five-star Etsy seller, and coach. She's a planner addict, and she is just obsessed with stationery, but even more obsessed with serving over 5,000 people all around the world to unlock their creative side and learn how to make an array of beautiful digital products or printed and printable stickers from scratch you know, the kind that people actually want to buy. So coming up in this episode, Mim shares how she left corporate and turned her passion into an online business. She shares the transferable skills that she took from her profession into her now online business. And she even is so kind as to share her top three tips for how you can turn your physical product business into having your own online course or membership. It is so wonderful to have Mim joining me on this episode. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, Mim. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talking to you. I know. I'm so excited as well because I was just saying to Mim off air, everybody, that we are in a really unusual niche and we can forget that sometimes. So the fact that we are mums growing digital businesses through courses and memberships, uh, that we are in Australia as well, it's like a very small little group of us really. Um, So everybody, that's like what Mim and I have in common But I just want to throw to you, like, can you tell us just a little bit more about yourself? Like, how many kitties do you have? How long have you been in business? And where are you based? I certainly will. So I've got two kids, two beautiful kids, one um, daughter. I get really confused at this time of year because they're about to change age. (laughs) So, yeah, my daughter is nine, nearly 10, and my son is seven, nearly eight. I have to really think about that. Isn't that terrible? Um, but I'm the love same. being a mum, always wanted to be a mum, always wanted to work from home. And like you say, so few of us are actually doing this. So it's so fun to speak to you about this today. Um, from the UK, as you can probably tell from my accent, I moved to Australia about 15 years ago. 
And I'm in Newcastle now. So we were just talking before that I used to live in Sydney and loved Sydney so much, but wanted to be where I'm from in the UK is Northern England. And I wanted to be somewhere that was kind of similar-ish to that. And so I moved to Newcastle and I just couldn't have landed on my feet in a nicer space. Love it here so much, so much. The people are amazing. There are beaches. You didn't really get beaches in Northern England. No. <laughs> no. And the beaches have sand, not pebbles. With legit sand. And also space to sit and a a car space that you can <laughs> oh all of those beautiful luxuries I know we're spoiled here we're spoiled I've been doing this um, business for about seven years now in fact nearly eight um and I got started in a really unusual way because despite always knowing always knowing that I wanted to work for myself had no idea what that would be and I came from a corporate background but there was nothing really in my experience in corporate that I wanted to then go out on my own to do. It was like recruitment and events and a mix of all different things. And I just didn't fancy going out to do that by myself. But so back in late 2015, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and thankfully all is completely well now. But at the time I had to leave work. Chemo was, it was a really harsh chemo regime. There was no way I could have worked through it. So I quit the part-time job that I had at the time, which was so lovely. And I had such a supportive I'd only been in that job for two weeks. I had such a supportive um, team and and leadership team. So they were amazing with me. And they opened the job that I could always go back when I was ready. But I had a blog. I'd been blogging for years. I was making a little bit of money, a very small amount at that point. But I just thought, you know, this could be my opportunity to turn this into a business. So one of the things that I did while I was away was get really into using my planner. You can imagine I had so many different medical appointments to schedule. So I was using my paper planner every day and um, wanted to do something fun with that. And I'd started to use stickers in my planner to decorate it and to organize it. So I thought, right, I'm going to teach myself. This will be my chemo project. I'm going to teach myself how to make stickers. So did that. Having like a commercial background, having been in sales and recruitment, I thought I'd dabble at selling the stickers too. So set up a little Etsy shop. And then before I knew it, I was posting these stickers that I'd made to customers all over the world. And really soon after they started asking me how I was making them and how I was selling them. And so I thought I'd put a course together to teach them. And that was really the first proper digital product that I created. And I still have that course now. And just in a snapshot, like seven years on, I now have like over 5,000 students who have taken my different courses and eBooks. I have a new membership that is starting to thrive and just being able to help people all over the world who also for very different reasons have the benefit and the joy of using a planner and making or selling stickers. I really feel like I've created the results that I wanted for myself for so many others. So never did I think, Tracy, I would set up a business (laughs) teaching people about stickers, but here we are. Oh my gosh. I have never met a niche that I don't love. Like so that. Funny. Okay. So in a nutshell, like how do you describe to say someone on the street who just yeah. doesn't get what online business is? How do you describe to them what you do? Oh, I mean, it's the funniest conversation because generally people know what a sticker is, but when I say it's a planner sticker, they just look at me with a blank face. So no, no one gets it. I have to show them. And I mean, on the podcast, no one can see, but I'm holding up my planner with some beautiful stickers. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Everyone. I mean, you know, like, you know, the stickers, Stickers. like they're at Kiki K and they're at like sometimes Kmart and like heaps online and you use them inside of your day planner or diary to help you keep focused or like, 
kick off stuff from the to-do list or bring yeah. just a bit more organisation to the planner? That's the thing. And they, um, there's such a practical element of using them. And there's also such a creative way of using them because they do like they're pretty up your planner. There's so much you can do to create, even use your own art into making stickers for your own planners or for other people's too. But I always tell people it goes beyond the stickers. It, I mean, when you think back to being a kid and you know, with your own, we all know with our own kids now at any age, they still love stickers so much and you can give them a sheet of stickers and they might fly through them really quickly, but the joy in their face is so uplifting and it's the same with adults of all ages you know it's the process of using the stickers like the calm it brings the joy the creativity like the time every week to plan the following week ahead and decide the theme you can tell I'm getting excited now like decide the theme of the planner and the colors I'm going to use and like it's just the whole process and, and just going back again to the reason I started in the first place with dealing with all of that stuff at the time I really needed something to lift myself you know um, and just to bring some joy and positivity. And even now, I, I feel the same amount of joy that I did that very first time I started with this. Well, you're making plans beautiful. Oh, that's so nice. So can I just ask you for a second? Because obviously, I have thousands and thousands of women in this community, and a lot of them sell physical products. Yeah. And naturally what happens, especially when they come into my world and into one of my programs, which is always a one-to-many container, meaning it's in course format or in a membership format. So now they're in there, but they sell physical products, but now their minds have been opened up to, hang on a second, (laughs) I have a taste for having a digital offer. Maybe I could have a course. Maybe I could have a membership. It's in their awareness now because now they're inside of of this container with me. And I love that so much. Like one of my greatest joys is activating new ideas and bigger ways of doing and being and having an impact. Mm -hmm. And so I love it when I have an e-commerce person or a handmade business owner say how I want to also diversify and have a course Mm -hmm. or a membership, but I don't know how to do that. Like you've done that. Yeah. You yeah, started and- with designing the stickers and selling them. I still I still design and sell it. Like it's I, I still I think it's important to me for two reasons that I continue to do what I was doing in the first place. Because one, if I'm teaching people how to make and sell stickers, I really need to still be you know, while I'm not driving my Etsy shop to be the biggest on Etsy, I still need to be able to confidently teach people the skills and the techniques that are still working now. But also, I really enjoyed that. So I still want to continue to do what I did. But it just surprises me. I mean, I I don't know anyone who has a niche quite like mine. But at the same time, and you know, like in the spaces that we're in, the kinds of niche online products, digital products that people are creating now, you just would never think in a million years that that's something that would be successful or that people would want, but they really, really do. And uh, I just never, ever thought that this would be mine ever. In fact, I thought I would probably have felt disappointed if all, all, you know, in quotes, all I was going to do was um, do, you know, make digital products about stickers. But as soon as I got over myself and realized just how impactful that what I'm teaching is for other people and realized the difference it was making in their lives, I I realized that, you know, yes, whether this is a, a lifelong commitment for me or not, I hope it is. I'm really, really enjoying it. And it just has opened my eyes too to how, how easy it can be to create digital products when, you know, especially for people who have never done it before. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, you and I share the same mentor in Stu McLaren in, you know, learning how to take what we know, love and do and turn it into a profitable and recurring online membership. Mm -hmm. And so you were very different to me. Like I was already in the space of online education and training and I had done that mainly through courses and e-books in the lead up to myself learning about memberships. This is going back to 2017 maybe. Your starting point was the physical product of the Mm. sticker and then you said you did come across online courses first and so, you know, or or am I right? Did you – were you that person that was like, do I do a course first or a membership first? You know how everyone definitely <laughs> everyone not. goes no, through I that. I know, I know. If, if I had a thought that, I would have just done both from the beginning. Okay, there you I go, am. people. Yeah. That's your answer. If you're stuck, listen yeah, yeah. to Mim. Just do, do both. Just do something. Do something. Choose yes. one. Do both. Do something. But no, I. I mean, I was doing my. I was selling my printed stickers for um, maybe about. I mean, going back again now because like it's the start of 2016, but probably about six months before I started really thinking about putting this course together. And then it was a little bit longer. I was, you know, conti- like I had these questions about, please, will you teach me? And I was giving people tips. And um, like I say, it's, it's something that I never expected to do. So it wasn't like I had this big game plan of how I was going to put together a course and launch a course. I did the thing that a lot of people do where when I made the decision to do the course, it then probably took me a good six months to actually put it all together you know the waiting for completion and perfection rubbish oh hang on a second (laughs) hang on a second there's two types of course creators right there's the person that just goes out to market and Mm -hmm. tells their community about the general idea and you know gets people in that way but they haven't actually made it yet they haven't made the course they haven't made the lessons and the worksheets and the bloody blah (laughs) Uh, okay I'm guessing you're the second type of person that's me now that's me now but original Mim was the other one the one who basically wanted perfection and hid behind the it's not finished yet and I'll I'll tell you what happened though so I made like a I made a big deal to myself about it isn't finished it needs to be perfect you know the whole who am I to teach this yes went through all of that released the course I mean I didn't have a big email list at the time so it wasn't like I was launching to a huge community but had a handful of sales like enough to to validate that it was a great idea got good feedback from it but it was certainly not life-changing in terms of the number of sales anyway quickly thankfully after that got over the fact that it didn't need to be complete because the course now is unrecognizable to what it was when I first released it in so many ways Um, and definitely jumped on board the whole you know pre-selling and just going out there and and you know the validation is through the sales really and now I can do that with anything and I've made way more sales and had way more success just by talking about what I really want to put together and the excitement I've got and how it's, you know, I'm taking what my audience wants now and making something for them. And that just goes down better anyway. So if I could go backwards, I would definitely do things differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time, even though I'd had, even in my corporate experience, I'd been into training and I'd been at worked in training for a really long time. So even though I knew that what I'd put together was good, I still think I was just in that fear of, but it isn't quite good enough. Yeah, it's just so different being a digital entrepreneur mm. that the steps are different. It's not as linear as when you are an employee and you work for someone else. So true, yeah. You know, and I just, I come from a teaching background and we were trained to start every year with the whole year mapped out. You haven't even met your students. 
yeah. and who they are and what they need and their level. And it's like, and what was really valued was if you had your whole program done, like before you even met the kids. No room for a pivot there. <laughs> no. And it was just like so, it was always a little bit weird to me, always yeah. felt a little bit weird. But, you know, for compliance, you had to have this thing done and done by a certain date. Oh, I remember that because my mum was a teacher, so I remember her doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, and it's just not the organic way of how people learn and how um, teaching and learning even happens. Mm. So I was like you, Mim, my very first course, every module and every lesson within every module was scripted, then recorded. Mm -hmm. Then I had worksheets. I knew the Facebook posts that were going to go up for every lesson to support inside of the community, all of that. Like it was so... Mm. It was really beautiful. I'm so proud of it. Like to this day, it was one of the most fun things I've ever done is like run several live rounds of that course. But I didn't have to have all of that done first in order to proceed with launching that course offer. Yeah. Yeah. It still would have been okay. And just like yourself, the course ended up being so different from the first version because of the real life feedback from the women inside of that program. Exactly. It was never going to be done. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So can I just ask you, what are your top three pieces of advice for mm-hmm. someone that does sell a physical product that is thinking about diversifying in their business with either a course or membership? Like what mm-hmm. should they do? But you know, a lot of these women, Mim, just to tap into their psychology, they don't identify as being a teacher or an expert or a leader or a facilitator. So yeah. that imposter syndrome is rife in their head, you know. Yeah, definitely. They've got the whole I just make insert yeah. product. I just sell insert product. Mm-hmm. So how can they entertain the idea of a course or membership? Yeah, and that's so it's so relatable because even in the early years of having my courses, I would say the same thing. I just do this. I just teach people this. And I've got the small business. Like I, that's been years away now that I don't say things like that anymore. It was, it's just important not to talk to yourself like that <laughs> as much as anybody else. But I guess the biggest things would be to focus on, and I say this to even my students now who are wanting to sell their make stickers to sell to, like focusing on solving problems and We only get to know these things when we actually speak to our community. So what are they struggling with? And of course, in a handmade or a physical product business, it can be so varied in terms of what they're doing. But when you think about the problems that your physical product is solving, um, what are those things and how might you be able to put together a digital product to help solve that problem, potentially even faster or in a more affordable way, Um, especially if it's some kind of an opportunity to do like a group program or Um, a course where it isn't a cohort style, you know, just something where people can join when they need to solve that issue. Yes. That's self-paced, self-study. Make it, keep it simple. And and that's the, the second piece of advice is to keep it simple. I think that I thought that when I was trying to solve someone's problem or the, the need that they wanted to be able to make their own stickers, I was thinking, that they need to be able, you know, they wanted to make a fast array of stickers and make thousands of dollars of sales every month and they needed to be the best and they wanted to, you know, like I was thinking the really big solution for them when if I'd spent spent a little bit more time in the beginning speaking to people, 
they really just wanted those simple steps to get started, a lot of them. And that really kept me stuck too. So I think that we can underestimate the simple solutions that people are looking for. And that isn't to say that all digital products have to be simple for sure. There are some extremely awesome memberships and courses that go really deep, but maybe for a starting place, you can think about something that solves a problem quickly in a simple way, and that will give them confidence in you. And of course, it gives you confidence in yourself to be able to keep on going and learning more too. Um, So there's two things. The third thing I think would be, I think it would be focusing on where you're going to find people, essentially find sales, find people to buy and to invest in your digital product. Because one thing that I do see way too more often than I'd like in this space, and I'm sure you do too, is that people do spend such a long time thinking about the digital product they're going to create, creating that product, putting together the promotional materials, but they're not really doing anything. So not actually going out, you know, maybe they'll do a couple of posts on Instagram and one email to their list and then doing nothing else and wondering why they're not making sales. And then when you dive into their numbers and you realize, well, you've only had two people look at the sales page. So that's probably the reason why. Um, So I literally spend every single day, um, the funnest, and I enjoy this, but the funnest thing I do every day is think, where am I going to get leads from today or traffic from today or how am I going to build my email list today and that just is super creative for me just like fun ways to think about how I can find more people who are going to benefit from my digital products but I think it's a big um, difference between some of the especially when I think about Etsy being a space where a lot of people put their handmade products and if you list your products in a certain way with SEO which is the same on any platform obviously but that's a way of being able to get traffic but beyond that kind of traffic just think about where else you might be able to promote and and um, Instagram. <clears throat> maybe maybe Instagram. <laughs> I quite enjoy an Instagram post. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like you need a traffic source. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people underestimate that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we we certainly know that uh, you would say this often, I'm sure, that we can't just rely on one, and, yeah. um, especially not these days too. Nor does that mean we need to be across every single thing, but at least think creatively r- rather than thinking it's a chore. But yeah, I do find it really um, sad when people are wondering why they're not making sales and it's because they're just literally not getting anyone to see their products and it's such a shame. It's like they're whispering yeah. in like a full-on rock concert. I did that with my course. Please, please buy it. Please buy it. You don't have to though, but you kind of please buy it. (laughs) I know. Uh, And then we could go into a whole other episode about why people, why, why we do that. (laughs) Like there's a lot under that, right? To unpack. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. But just sell the thing. Yeah. And, and put in, oh, in, in my mastermind, we say like commit like with your full ass. We no half-assed selling. Yeah. yeah, same thing. In a group that I'm in, we say exactly the same thing. There's been many um, a full-ass gift shared between us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that peach emoji, that's what it means. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> well, you're just a delight and it's just amazing to hear your story. Like I've written down like, oh, my gosh, Mim literally left her corporate career and turned her passion for stickers into an online business. Like, how cool is that? How funny is that, though? What a headline. <laughs> Imagine that in, in, like, the Sunday paper. Yeah. Meet the mom of two that turned, quit her corporate job and turned her passion for making stickers into an online business. Yeah, my parents keep asking me when I'm going to get a real job. 
Oh, they don't get it. Okay. God bless them, they don't get it. But that's yeah. okay. It's fine. And it is okay, right? I <laughs> think okay. just to wrap things up, it is okay for even the people that you love the most in this world to yeah. not get what you do and why you do it. Like you don't need them to get it in order for it to be a real amazing, impactful thing. Yeah. It really is so true. And I think I hung up about it in the early days. Um, and I don't now. And my partner's always been super supportive. He's coming, he's actually um coming to work for my business from next month. Which is very exciting. Oh, very exciting. We might get a divorce. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, you won't. Just send me some messages. I'll give you some hot tips. Yeah, you're the best person to ask for advice there. Oh, uh, my God. So There's enough people who do understand what I'm doing and, and um, everyone's supportive. It's just that some people, because of the niche, don't quite get it. And like you say, it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You're doing all right without them understanding. I it's feel like okay. I'm getting there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you've got this amazing community. Like it is yeah, just yeah. so nice. Like I can hear how much you love all of these women and you love seeing them succeed. Like for me, it's the ripple effects, you know. It's like you have this knowledge, you're passing it on and now look at what is becoming possible for all of them. It's just so that good. That was the turning point. That's something we need to talk about another time. That was the turning point for me, just seeing the difference it made for them. And you can read all the testimonials in the world, but when you really see through them and what your co community is saying, it, it just echoed back for me what my original intention was. So it really was that story of, I taught myself this, now let me teach you. And oh my goodness, you're actually getting the result that I want you to. It's just amazing. And I, I do love my community so much, despite it being a big community community it feels very tight-knit and it yeah, does feel like we're we've, we've got this like insider thing going on so I just love them that's beautiful that you've created that space for everyone and mm. it's needed and I think it's needed more and more in like the current time that we're in so congratulations to you big love to all of your amazing community um Yes, everyone needs to come and give you a follow. Where can we go on Instagram to connect? Yep, I'm at Paper Planner Club on Instagram. That's my favourite place to be. It's very colourful. Makes me happy to hear you say that. <laughs> Paper Planner Club. That's me. Beautiful. We are going to, everyone head on over, follow Mim, let her know that you listened to the episode. And thank you so much for sharing with us. I'm sure you have, you know, created a little spark inside of some people and I'm excited to see what they do as a result. Well, that would fill me with joy. So Ooh. I hope so. Thank you. All the best. Thanks, Mim, for joining me in this episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. Ladies, if you loved this, I release episodes every single week on a Monday because I want you to have the best week ever. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to the podcast from. Please come on over and give me a follow at Mums with Hustle on Instagram as well because I really do value you being in this community. And I am your number one cheerleader when it comes to you succeeding in building your own dream digital business and creating a beautiful life by design. Thank you so much for being here. Let's keep moving forward together and creating kick-ass businesses. I'll see you here next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast. Oh,